There are two things that have been very evident to this point this NFL season. Number one, the Steelers' offensive line is very, very bad and arguably worse than we even thought it would be. And Ben Roethlisberger, the future Hall of Fame quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers, is done. And I mean is done as a legitimate starting NFL quarterback on a contending team that can lead a team to a deep playoff run and a championship. That Ben, that Ben is done. This is Mike Drop here on Pittsburgh Sports Live and of course Steelers Now. I'm your host as always, Mike Osti, and I'm going to examine these two issues that are certainly affecting the Pittsburgh Steelers to this point. And I'm going to try to discuss, explain, and get to the bottom of whether it's Ben Roethlisberger being done, like I think, or the offensive line being so bad that if Ben had a better offensive line, all of a sudden he could be that guy for you still. Now, again, we knew the Steelers' offensive line was going to be bad entering this season. Anyone who's been paying attention knew it was a weakness of this team. And, of course, veterans, whether they're still at their best or not, is another discussion. But Alejandro Villanueva struggling still with the Ravens in the NFL. David DeCastro choosing to leave and retire. Marquise Pouncey choosing to retire. No longer a member of of the Steelers, no longer a part of the offensive line. It's now become a very inexperienced offensive line. And again, we knew that entering this season. We knew Kendrick Green, a rookie who the Steelers drafted, was going to be thrown right into the fire to replace a borderline Hall of Famer, Marquise Pouncey. Someone that Ben Roethlisberger was very close with on the field and off the field. And obviously, Ben would need his guys or would prefer to have his guys when learning a new offensive system. Because, again, learning Matt Canda's offensive system, and I can do a whole other show on that, Matt Canda's play calling has not been great. It's not been the best day at the office for him in each one of these games. But is he handcuffed by the offensive line, by an aging, declining quarterback? I say yes. I say you can't be out on him yet. I say you can't say he should be fired yet with all the hype he had entering his Steelers tenure as now offensive coordinator and QB's coach before that. What is the man to do? He was forced upon to have this situation. And again, if you don't have blocking and you have a quarterback making bad mistakes and cannot connect with the receivers, you're going to have problems no matter what the situation. But I will digress on Matt Kanda for a moment and for the purpose of this broadcast. That Ben, unlike Tom Brady, who, yes, he went to a new team, but the, the Patriots and then the Buccaneers catered everything eventually around Tom Brady. Brett Favre went to new teams after leaving Green Bay, and the Jets didn't really end up having an ideal situation for him, but the Vikings certainly did. It was the same offensive system that he ran when he was an MVP with the Packers. Joe Montana had it all catered for him with the Chiefs after leaving the 49ers. Peyton Manning had it all catered to him with the Broncos after leaving the Colts and able to kind of run things there. Ben Roethlisberger didn't change teams like those guys, but he might as well have. A completely new offensive system, a, a, a shell-shocking event in terms of offensive plays and, and a new system that he would have to deal with, way different than anything he's dealt with before under 
Randy Fickner or Todd Haley or anyone he's had prior. And it's a lot harder than what they've had to deal with because you're learning completely new plays, everything new, a different style at 39 years old when he already had been declining last year. Prior to that, though, prior to the decline, he was playing well enough, wasn't making mistakes. The Seagulls were hoping for that Ben again. That Ben's not coming back. That Ben's gone. And part of it is learning the new system with a bad offensive line. So they do work hand in hand. But again, for me, I think we've seen enough to know that Ben is done regardless. Ben is missing these receivers. They're not dropping balls, or at least not as often as they were. Yeah, the Steelers are still dropping balls, but Ben is overshooting receivers. Deontay Johnson emerging as that one. He hasn't dropped anything and, of course, missed the game against the Bengals. But Ben not showing the continuity or chemistry with these receivers that he does know very well despite a new offensive system. He's either overshooting the receivers and showing he still has an arm strength, but not nearly having the precision, not nearly having the chemistry, not being accurate at all with the football. And in this day and age, they got to be efficient, got to be accurate. Okay, QB ratings of 70, not going to get it done no matter what the yards are. Overshooting receivers, undershooting receivers, not putting the ball in the proper spot. We've seen him throw into triple coverage at times this year. Bad interceptions, three to this point as I'm speaking, but it could have been much more. And two killer in that Bengals game. That certainly didn't help things. So again, for me, we've seen this last year. We saw Ben be a dumpster fire against the Browns early in that playoff game. We saw the Steelers have four turnovers before you could blink an eye and come out of the bathroom if you're a Steeler fan. And that ruined that whole day, really. And I'm not saying it's always going to be that bad of Ben Roethlisberger. And I'm not saying he's going to be the worst quarterback in football or couldn't start on a bad team or is not going to throw some yards out there. But Ben Roethlisberger's done leading you to a championship. It's been a while. He does have two. The first, you could argue the team kind of led him there. The second, he certainly was one of the best in football. Got them to another one in his prime. Certainly, that's more than a lot of Hall of Famers could even say. So it's nothing to sneeze at. Again, Ben is a Hall of Famer. Look at the individual numbers. He's had to carry a bad offensive line before. So that's another thing. That's part of how I know Ben is done. Ben is far removed from being able to carry a porous offensive line to a Super Bowl like he's done in the past. That prime Ben is over. The, the miles that's on Ben's body, he might as well be 49, 59 years old with what he's had to deal with. And he's not always had a great offensive line, but he has made up for being elusive. But Ben is not nearly as elusive outside the pocket. Ben is not avoiding these sacks. The offensive line is bad. They're compounding things. But four sacks against Cincinnati – Almost the same amount of sacks and, and pressure he's dealt with so far this year. And again, I'm recording this three games in that he dealt with most of the games through last season. That can't be manageable. So I do agree that Ben obviously is worse than he normally would even be as bad Ben because of the O-line. The O-line being bad makes things harder on Ben. I get it. It's pretty obvious. That's a no-duh scenario. I think everyone would agree with that. Tom Brady would be worse than what he is with a worse offensive line. Part of how he was able to win that championship, while he's not nearly as good as he was even a few years ago, is because the offensive line has protected him so much, and he still has made mistakes. He's declining. Everyone's going to decline at a certain age. Father Time is undefeated, even against the GOAT Tom Brady, but certainly beating Ben Roethlisberger right now. But it'll be harder for anybody with a bad offensive line. That's clear. That's, that's a fact. 
no matter who you are, a bad offensive line is going to make it harder on you, whether you're in your prime or certainly if you're at the end of your career. But Ben is just not getting the job done as well as an individual. Look at the passes. Look at the game. He's throwing ducks out there at times. And again, this is a Hall of Fame quarterback. It's not hating. It's not saying he's not a Hall of Famer. It's not saying that, for me, he's the greatest Steelers quarterback of all time. One of the best of the era, of course. Manning, Brady, going to be above him. And there could be others. And it's a littered quarterback era that Ben was a part of in most of his prime. But successful. The numbers are there. Never an MVP, but arguably underrated for the era and fit perfectly with what the Pittsburgh Steelers were trying to do. Had a rocket for an arm. Those big plays were possible with prime Ben. That's another thing to say that Ben is done. It's not just the O-line. And again, the O-line's been bad, but I can't defend it. That's the number one issue. I tweeted this. It's out there. I was ranking my Steelers issues. And I'm not throwing everything on Ben. I said the number one issue with the offensive line being so bad. That trickles down to why Najee can't get it done. That trickles down to maybe even being harder on the receivers. That puts more pressure on tight ends to block when they're mostly pass-catching tight ends and the two starters of Fryermuth emerging and then Ebron when he's still out there. They don't have a blocking tight end. That's a problem. But none of it would be anywhere near as big of an issue if the offensive line could block. And, again, when you have unknowns with Zach Banner waiting to see when he plays, check the core four can't block to save his life. You got a rookie center who you're throwing to the fire. It would be better if he could wait a while, etc. Kevin Dotson has been out there. It's just not a group that you're going to say, okay, this offensive line is going to get it done. Or even, you know, the D line's a whole nother show. But, and the def- defense is not why they've lost this game, these games, even though they've faltered at times as well. So I don't want to hear that. It's been an offensive problem. It's an offensive league. The Steelers' offense isn't good enough. Why? The offensive line isn't nearly good enough. And Ben Roethlisberger hasn't been nearly good enough. He's missed big plays. He's overshot receivers. He's undershot receivers again. But there have been times where there has been minuscule blocking. And granted, there's a miss to penalties as well. Again, the O-line looked at its worst against Cincinnati, but has been really, really bad. And that's another reason why I know it's not going to be fixed. It's looking worse every week, not better like many of you hope. But even when he has it there, he's, he's the reason why the big plays aren't happening. He's not getting it done in terms of getting that big play. So in order to win in the NFL today, no matter what age your quarterback is, this is why the Bills didn't beat the Steelers, despite having an MVP candidate in his prime, a quarterback that's very much compared to Ben Roethlisberger when he was in his prime and Josh Allen. It's to the fact that Josh Allen missed a couple big plays. He overshot or undershot his receivers on big play attempts against the Steelers. If they would have hit one or two of those, they would have beat Pittsburgh. They didn't hit them. They end up losing to the Steelers. It's big plays in this NFL. You hit those big plays, you're going to have a chance. You don't hit big plays, you hit no big plays through a game, it's going to be problems. It's going to be tough sledding. The Steelers are not hitting any big plays. There's no big plays for the Pittsburgh Steelers except for maybe a scamper of 10 yards on a run and the total yardage isn't there either, or maybe a first down or so on a catch. But can you recall a 30, 40, 50, 60 yard bomb that the Steelers are even used to occasionally? That big play has just not been there. Even to Deontay when healthy, even to Juju when healthy. And he's usually due for a couple, whether he's a number one or not. And I don't think he's a one, but usually big plays can be possible with some of these Steelers receivers, Chase Claypool as well. No, he didn't have his greatest start to the game against Cincy, then picked it up late. But again, 
Part of that is Ben's not making it easier on these receivers. Part of that is the O-line being so bad. Ben is misfiring at times at these receivers. But look at the situation. Look at the numbers. Watch the film. Watch Ben Roethlisberger play football. So to me, two things can be true. The offensive line being so bad, that's the number one reason this offense can't get it going. That's the number one reason this offense flat out sucks right now at this point in the NFL season. And that's why the Steelers aren't quote-unquote good. They don't have a good enough offense. Not even an entertaining team to watch. I'm sitting in the press box, borderline bored out of my mind while I'm covering this team. There's no entertainment value there. You know you're going to go series after series after series. And the allure of a great punter in Presley Harbor in the third is cool, but I'm sure it's worn off at this point for Steeler fans. The offense just not getting it done, taking too long to even get going at all. And then, of course, not doing nearly enough 10 points in a game in this day and age in the NFL. Not going to work even – if you're facing a team with a great offense or not. And the Bengals took a while to get going as well, but they did certainly more than Pittsburgh. 318 against the Bengals, though, 295 against Vegas, 188 against Buffalo. The win is against Buffalo. The best day was against Buffalo. That's what you got to get. I see the yards. I know that all these yards helps get in the Hall of Fame. I get it. But we also evaluate quarterbacks a little smarter today in this day and age he had 500 passing yards against the browns in the playoff game and the wild card loss was that a good day guys no a horrible day at the office one of the worst games of ben roethlisberger's career despite all the passes despite all the yardage it's not just about yards anymore you got to be efficient you got to be able to have a completion percentage that you can actually be happy with that you're finding the receivers when they're there you're letting them get yards after the catch sure but you're finding them, you're helping them get separation, you're moving the ball down the field with efficiency, you have a rating that can be impressive, and then you can even get deeper in analytical numbers. But the point of it is, it's not just about yards. If you throw tons of yards with interceptions, with a completion percentage in which you're missing half of your passes and probably throwing too many, all of that's no good, especially when you're also being sacked four times in most of these games, and that's only going to keep continuing. A better Ben is 180 to 200 yards, throwing 20, 25 passes. There won't be picks, maybe only one TD. Maybe you let the others get drilled in on the ground if you can get the running game moving, or maybe even two or three touchdowns if you got to do it that way. But less yards, less pass attempts, taking care of the football and a completion percentage, 65 or more, if not 70. That's the Ben that quarterbacked against Buffalo. That's the Ben that can win, and that's the Ben that was more part of the beginning of last season when they were 11-0. We haven't seen that Ben for a long time, and yes, we saw it against the Bills. I get it, but we've now not seen it for a couple weeks in a row. We have more of an aberration of seeing that in a long time from Ben, and it's not like that was even the greatest out in comparison to what it was beginning of last year. But these outings of 58 pass attempts, he might like it. He joked with us last year with the media that, oh, I'll throw it 70 pass attempts and love it. No, it's not going to work. But with this offensive line being so bad, that's going to probably be Ben. I don't, you're not going to see Rookie of the Year from Najee Harris. You're not going to see a 1,000 yards probably from him on the ground. It could be that bad because I will tell you right now, I think Ben is done as a guy who's going to lead you to the promised land. I think Ben is done as a great quarterback in this league. He's not one of the top 10, top 15 best, even though he's certainly not the worst out there and certainly can still start in this league and put up numbers. A lot of Hall of Famers could do that too. You can putter around and start and he'll put up some yards. He won't be the worst out there. But in terms of 
prime Ben. And yeah, his prime's over. But in terms of Ben that can lead you to a title, the Hall of Famer that is Ben Roethlisberger is washed up to me, to put it bluntly. He's done as that guy. He's causing you problems now. He's helping to lose those games since the Bills, and he wasn't even great in that one. He didn't have to do too much. That was a benefit. The defense could help you win that one more so. But none of it matters if the offensive line doesn't improve. So anyone who wants to defend Ben, I can't necessarily disagree in terms of it doesn't matter who you are at QB. I talked about Brady earlier. I talked about Manning, et cetera. If your offensive line sucks, it's going to be harder on you. If your offensive line is good, it can be better and could be easier on you. I do think that even with a great O-line, Ben's not winning you a championship. Ben's not that guy any longer and maybe this team needs to learn that I'm not saying that they're going to go out of Ben they're going to certainly not pull the trigger Ben will be the starter if healthy I'm sure for a while Tom was not going to do that to him this team might have been better off to not have him this year to begin the rebuild a year earlier whether you like somebody in the draft or not you have Mason there you have Haskins Haskins hasn't proved it despite the first round talent no matter what you may think Mason Rudolph yeah, mediocre Mason. He's been better. He makes less mistakes, but is he dynamic? I don't think so either. He's just proven it more than Haskins, and he is QB2, like it or not. But maybe he can win you some games. He did, along with freaking Duck, put him a game out of the playoffs and would have been in as a seven seed back in 2019 without Ben. So you have more talent now. But again, maybe it doesn't matter because the O-line's been so bad. One fact that's there in terms of this season, this was Ben or bust, and we've now seen it's bust. Haskins, Mason, we could bait it all day. They're not going to lead you to a title this year. But maybe you throw them in there and see something. Build for the future and know this year is not going to happen for you. Steelers won't win two or three games only. I'm sure they're going to win seven or eight. But they're not a team that's winning you a title, even if they crawl into the playoffs. This team has no chance at a championship. And we've seen that already this early. Don't have rose-colored glasses. Don't deny the reality just because you're a fan, possibly. It's just the truth right now. The future is whoever else. And also, honestly, look at throughout NFL history. Montana to Young, Favre to Rodgers. You could say Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck, even though Luck probably retired too soon to be in the Hall of Fame. You could say Flacco. He did win a Super Bowl MVP to Lamar Jackson, an MVP type of quarterback, no matter what you may think of him long-term. Okay, that's been solid. It's not that often, guys, in NFL history. It's not happened that often. A couple more examples, maybe Bledsoe to Brady a toss in. But it's not been that often where you have one great quarterback to another. You have one leave and another immediately comes in. Your franchise doesn't miss a beat. Okay, whether it's good, great, or otherwise – one of them at least being a Hall of Famer. Certainly very rare to have both being a Hall of Famer, but it's very, very rare to see one quality franchise quarterback, then another one comes in to replace him. Your franchise doesn't miss a beat. doesn't happen. The Steelers are probably going to have to wait a while. I don't think it's Mason. I don't think it's Haskins by any means. I don't think that next great Hall of Fame Steelers quarterback is on this roster right now. But in terms of winning a title, in terms of a deep playoff run, in terms of a great Pro Bowl quarterback, a guy who can lead you and not hurt you, can actually take your team to victories if needed, Ben is done. But the offensive line being so bad makes it harder on Ben, guarantees he's done, guarantees this is the last year, because if this O-line's going to get better, it's going to be next year. It's going to be at the end of this year when they're already out of the race, or it's going to be next year when they're older and they're more mature and then learn the plays. 
Matt Canada can't administer anything with his offense being so bad, this O-line being so bad. But this O-line group's not going to get better this year. Maybe Banner will come in, but it's a wild unknown, despite I love the guy. I think he's great for the city, for the community. And he beat out Chuck Sakura for last year in camp, so he deserves a spot. But when will we see it? Again, that's being delayed yet again. And it'll be a great unknown. And clearly now shaking rust off when he does return. So, again, this is an offensive line that, for me, it's not going to get better. It's not going to be improved. It can't be fixed this year, which will only compound an aging, declining Ben Roethlisberger, who is a future Hall of Famer, but also done as the guy that can help you win games in the National Football League. That'll do it for this truth serum. I had to preach the gospel a little bit there. You have to keep it real. I got to be honest with you guys out there on this episode of Mike Drop here. Of course, subscribe to this channel if you like what you see, if you like what you hear, or really, either way, help us out and subscribe. It's free to do so. Thanks to our sponsors throughout the network. You will absorb and get notifications when anything is released here on this channel throughout our myriad of networks here covering the whole scene college the pros in the region and beyond here of course on pittsburgh sports live make sure to find us all throughout social media at pgh steelers now for the website steelersnow.com of course we cover the steelers this show will live archived over there in the steelers talk section at pgh steelers now on twitter steelers now over there on facebook and at pgh sports live on twitter here for this pittsburgh sports live youtube channel again I don't want to be the bearer of bad news. I've been positive at times. I'm just keeping it real. I'm always going to be honest. I'm not going to, you know, throw any fanboy stuff out there. I got to keep it real. And again, what I'm seeing, what the numbers are showing me, what's been happening on the field, Ben's not getting it done. Ben is done as the guy. But the offensive line is so bad, it won't get better. It's only going to make things worse. And really, this is likely a lost Steelers season, 2021 will be remembered as the end of the line. Finally, the end of the era for the Steelers. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.